Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Streak for the Pod. Today we're going to be previewing the quarterfinals of the Champions League, and I'll be joined by Vikram and Arvinda. Before we start, I just want to let you know that you can find us on Instagram, at Streak for the Pod. And if you're listening on iTunes, please leave us a rating and a review, because we'd love your feedback to make the podcast better. What's up, Arvinda? What's up, Vikram? How's it going, guys? Going good. How you guys doing? Pretty good, man. Pretty good. So, obviously, the big kind of thing uh, going into the quarterfinal round is that Manchester United and PSG, uh, was it a penalty? Was it not a penalty? So, I kind of wanted to hear you guys' thought on that. For me, I'm firmly in the camp of not penalty. And, um, you know, I know Arvinda disagrees with me. Uh, Vikram, what are your thoughts on that, man? I wanted to hear that. Mm, so my thoughts on that so when i saw it live so on first glass when i saw it live i actually didn't think it was a penalty but it was one of those things where slow, i think uh var and looking at it in slow motion um definitely makes it look worse than it really was um despite his arm it was kind of extended but i still feel like it was in sort of a natural position so i feel like it's i kind of lean towards it's not a penalty um just because even though by the letter of the law it did hit his arm his arm was kind of extended um, just by how his back was turned, uh, I feel like his arm still could be considered in, in a natural position. And so, and looking at it live, I didn't even think it was close. I didn't even think it should be a penalty. But looking at it in slow motion, it does make it look, uh, make it look a lot worse than it really was. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm in your yeah, camp, I bro. I don't think that is a penalty at all. I kind of echo what you said. But yeah, Vinda, what were you saying, bro? Because I know it differs for you. Oh, yeah. So I think I, uh, as... It is a tough call to make, but this is why they do have VAR. You know, you can go back and uh, the referees get a second chance to look at things. And this was a huge call. You know, it has one team going through and the one the other team going home. Yeah. So that um, okay. With, so that's a big thing I, I want to interject because it's such a big call that if it's not like an obvious handball, I don't think you can call it. Like that's soccer is such a subjective sport, and like in the, in the way the penalties are called, and I think the letter of the law kind of has been over time proven to be if it's not obvious that his arm is like not in a natural position then only you you call a penalty and for him to not call it on the field and then in var it's not like his arms really extended to hit the ball i don't know i mean did you think it was that obvious arvinda that so i don't think it was, it was too ob- it was i don't think it was too um you know the var it, this is the first season that it's in use i think there's uh, a lot more improvements they can make it's also new to the referees going through this process it was a huge call like we mentioned um but if we go back to the actual call, his arms were to his side and the ball hit his arms uh, you can't call that i think the referees would agree with that as well um but because he jumped up in the air and his arms were above his hip and the ball that it was um it was a pretty good shot as well that's why they, they had to give it. Um, I think either way, this is a call that if it, if it wasn't given a penalty, um, you would have had a lot of people complaining about it. Um, and if it, it was given a penalty and then we have the other side. So I think it was really, it could have gone both ways. Yeah, I just think the whole referee deciding the game thing is what makes me really angry that, the, that it was called a penalty. But you are right. There probably would be like people protesting either way. I don't mm-hmm. know. Vikram, do you want to yeah. maybe mediate a little bit? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, like, I feel like that in particular, um, I mean, I, I don't think it was a penalty, but as far as the referee deciding the game, 
I mean, if you look in the beginning of the game, PSG, I mean, they kind of lost it themselves. They made two mistakes, which, I mean, you'd be hard-pressed to make even in high school soccer. So, at the end of the day, I feel like PSG did lose the game. Um, despite, obviously, the VAR call was the big call, but the two big mistakes at the beginning of the uh, at the beginning of the game were definitely what caused them to lose the game. Yeah, fair enough, fair enough. I mean, I don't want to belabor the topic too much because you know, at the end of the day, Manchester United are on to the next round. So, congratulations to them uh, with the asterisk. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so I want to move to the to the quarterfinal ties. So. The first tie that we're going to talk about is Ajax versus Juventus. Right now, the betting odds are Juventus minus 381 and Ajax plus 320. So Juventus are pretty sizable favorites. The first leg will be played at Ajax, and the second leg is going to be at Juventus. So um, I I think that's advantage for Juventus to play the first leg on the road. But I know that, I guess, it differs uh, for what teams like. So what do you guys think about this one? Vinny, you can go ahead. Yeah, so I think uh, in terms of favorites, they do have it right. Juventus is the um, favorite going into this tie. Um, I think a lot of people, they're not getting what they deserve. I mean, as bad as the season Real Madrid are having, um, they're still a really good team with a lot of talent on that team. Um, And then for Ajax to go into uh, the Bernabeu and come out with the victory, and not even just any victory, it was a pretty... um, Yeah, that was a statement. uh, Yeah, that was a statement victory. Yeah, they knocked him out. (laughs) Really yeah, and they had a lot of a lot of players playing great. Um, I think they do have a chance in this tie, um, especially with Ronaldo being out the first game. Um, I still have Juventus going through, but I think it's going to be a closer game than people think it is. So I actually disagree with you. I don't think it's going to be close. I think Juventus is going to smash them. Uh, I know they started slow against Atletico, but then what they did in the second leg against one of the best defenses in world football uh, mm-hmm. that you know, it just goes to show like Juventus, they're a very good team. They're not in the same league as Real Madrid. I think if Juventus played a two-leg tie with Real Madrid, they would probably win by... Uh, I, I would go over uh, two and a half goals for the margin they would beat Madrid by. I think they're a but significantly think, better team than Madrid. I think um, for that Madrid game, um, Juventus against Atletico, I think there's a lot of emotion in that second leg. Um do you think Juventus are going to be up for this tie? I know it's a Champions League. They're going to be up for it. But um, I can see them taking this game mentally not the same way as they took Atletico because um, Ajax are the underdogs here. Uh, I think it's going to be close, um, but I don't think it's going to be like a, a blowout victory like, you, like you're saying. Yeah, I mean, in soccer, it is you know uncommon for blowout victories. I think that they'll maybe over the – they'll probably concede one goal total over the two legs. And I think they're going to score about three themselves. I'd say about three yeah. goals for them. So, you know, I think it'll be a pretty, like, it'll be a coast, they'll coast to victory. I don't think it's going to be like Madrid, where Madrid knew, like, in, from the first leg that they were in for a fight, you know? Yeah. I th- so I don't what, think if, what, if, um, what if Ajax does come out of this tie, um, they actually end up winning and going on to the semifinals? Would you give them a real chance to win the Champions League? Or would you um, s- still think whoever they face next, they're going to lose? Yeah, it's it's they're on notice, man. Whoever they face next, they'll lose. I don't give them any chance to win the whole Champions League. <laughs> so they can't, they can't, they're not going to get on your good side, huh, Ronan? Yeah, unfortunately not, man. Unfortunately not. Vikram, <laughs> yeah. man, what's your thoughts on this, dude? Yeah, I think uh, despite Ronaldo being out for the first leg, I think uh, Juventus are going to control this tie too. Um, Juventus, they've discovered a new gem 
um, kind of Moise Keane. Um, and I think he's going to be big in the first leg with Ronaldo out. Um, in the past few games in Serie A with Ronaldo out, Moise Keane has really stepped up. He's I think he's got like five goals in the past like six Serie A games. And he scored again today against uh, Cagliari. And uh, I think Ajax too, even if they uh, are able to perform pretty well in the first leg, the fact that Ronaldo um, will be back in the second leg and what he showed that he can do, um, even when facing a deficit like they were against Atletico, um, I don't see how Ajax is going to be able to control him. And, you know, with him, it's different in the Champions League. You know, this is, in essence, this is his competition. He loves it like no other. And uh, I just don't see him allowing Juventus to lose in the case that they're facing a deficit. Um, but in my opinion, I think they'll be able to at least come out with a draw in the first leg and score an away goal. And then with him back in the second leg, um, dominate the second leg and uh, go through. Okay, so, so you're taking Venda's side on this. You're saying that Ajax can actually pose a threat to Juventus. In the first leg, I feel like they might be able to, just because of their talent. It's going to be a home game. Um, they're saying it's going to be rocking. I think they're going um, into Ventus the, is going to have... They're going into the game with no fear. Um, they know they're the underdogs. I think that's definitely going to help them as well. No, I mean, I understand that. I just think they're outmatched. And, and I mean, think about it this way, dude. They took... They honestly took Madrid by surprise a little bit, right? I don't think mm-hmm. it happens twice, right? Like you, like you get lucky once, yeah. you don't get lucky twice. Yeah. After the way they after the way they handled Madrid in the second leg, I don't think they're taking anyone by surprise in this game. Exactly. No, yeah, I think uh, in terms of coaching as well, I think Allegri is a much better coach than um, re- what Real Madrid had. Um, yeah, he got fired. They too. got rid of him. I don't even remember his name. Um, That's how bad. So he was. I do give that edge to Juventus. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, but I think I still think it's going to be closer than um, than some people may think it might be. Do you guys want to do a friendly wager on the uh, on the margin that Juventus advances by through two legs? What yeah, what would you guys say? Put an over under. Yeah, I would I would pose it as as two goals. You guys think over, over two, two goals or under two goals? I think it will be. We should do over under three, and I think it will be under three. Oh, oh three, three is a lot. Three is know? a lot though. But yeah, yeah. Okay, how about two and a half? Two and a half. So if it hits three, I win. I'll go over two and a half. Okay. No, yeah, we can do that. Because, sure. I mean, the, the way you're talking about how Juventus is a big favorite, so I think three goals is a pretty fair margin, especially over two legs. Sure. So, you know, that's, that's just a 2-0 okay. and a 1-0 victory. Sure. So, I'm going over two and a half. Venda, you're going under. Vikram, yeah. under or over? Uh, with Ronaldo off the first leg, I'll go under two. Okay, cool. We'll see, we'll see what happens. Um, three is hard, but I, mean, I, I think Juventus is a superior team. I don't think they're even going to ship off any goals to Ajax, man. Their defense is so much better than Madrid's has been this season. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So next leg, or next uh, tie, Liverpool, Porto. Liverpool are gigantic favorites. I think they're the biggest favorites in this round. They're minus 492, Porto plus 405. Uh, the first leg is at Liverpool. Second leg is at Porto. And I think I'm going to have some interesting thoughts on this game. But at first, I want you guys to, uh, to tell me how. Uh, what, do you, what do you think about this? Uh, how are you thinking about it? Okay, yeah. Um, so I think Liverpool definitely got the best kind of draw of all the teams um, in getting Porto. Yeah, I think um, everyone agrees with that. Yep. And uh, yeah, I think that based on their previous Champions League ties, they, had the toughest, they were in the toughest group. Um, they had the toughest draw in the last leg. And so now for them to get the easiest draw, I think is really going to be real beneficial to them. Well, I would disagree. I think Juventus Atletico both kind of had the hardest draws. Really? I think I don't know about that one. I think. I mean, I think I think both Juventus and Atleti are both better teams than Bayern Munich are. So 
for the players. I think Bayern is better than Atletico. I, th- I think that's a it's a that's a pretty Bayern good thing to have. Yeah. yeah. I think Bayern, Bayern Munich started the season slow, but as of late, especially going into the tie, they really yeah. I mean, yeah, Bayern Munich do have a lot of aging uh, superstars, yeah. uh, but I, I still think they're a world-class team. Uh, okay, yeah. That's, that's okay. a good I mean, debate, though. That's true, actually. We can debate that another time, I guess. But I definitely think you have to give an honorable mention for tough tie to Juventus and Freddy. But okay, if you want to... Yeah, that, I'll give fair. him an honorable mention. Yeah, second best, I'll give it to him. But anyways, um, yeah, so Liverpool against Porto... I feel like uh, Liverpool's form of late, you know, ended, uh, has been, you know, pretty decent. Um, they had kind of a lucky win against Tottenham um, just the, over the past few days. Um, but it seems to be like Liverpool is getting all the right bounces this year. Um, so you never know uh, how that could play out into these Champions League games. Um, obviously, with their title race in the Premier League, will that affect this tie as much? Um, I don't really think so. I think Quality-wise, they're just so much superior than Porto. I think um, they'll really dominate this leg and see their way through to the semifinals. Yeah, I mean, I don't think any of us really have anything to add to that. I mean, we're all, we all think Liverpool's going to advance. We all think they're a lot better than Porto. So my question is going to be, how much do you guys think that Klopp will uh, will change the squad around? Because I think he's been pretty competitive this season. He hasn't changed mm-hmm. the squad around much, unless it's like a really, really like uh, mm-hmm. crap game in like the League Cup or something. But again, in this thing, given where they are in the Premier League title race, do you think that Klopp will uh, change the squad at all? Uh, what do you guys think? I, th- I think he's going to keep it uh, mostly the same, maybe a couple, one or two players here and there. Um, but in terms of the starters, I think I think it'll be the same, especially for the first leg. I think I can see them go out pretty strong, try to get a, a comfortable victory since it's at home. Um, and then maybe the second leg play more of a d- defensive side. Um, and then it, this is all based on how the league is going at this point. Yeah, this, the leg is um, over two weeks. Um, but I definitely can see him put a strong side. Uh, given that it is Porto that they drew against, I think they're going to go all out for the Champions League. You know, they're one more tie away from the semifinal. Yeah, I mean, and I actually uh, want to pose a little bit of a um, devil's advocate here uh, about this Liverpool Porto tie. Like, I, I do agree, Liverpool will Liverpool should kill them. They should just advance really easily. But I think this is one where I can see Liverpool overlooking Porto because of the whole Premier League title race. I can see like the first leg being at home for Liverpool and the second leg being on the road at Porto. You know, I I can see Porto maybe coming out, catching Liverpool out, scoring a goal. You know, mm-hmm. I don't think Liverpool are the most. Uh, they're a team that, for me, they just seem a little like when they play Champions League games, they're never quite up to the expectation. Like I think all of us thought that you know against Bayern they would come out, um, they would you know put a goal or two past Bayern in the first leg, but it was a zero zero yeah. draw, and I think Bayern looked the most likely team. You know, they did come out yeah. in the second leg and win the win the tie, but mm-hmm. I think they're a little bit underwhelming in the Champions League um, this year. But I don't know. I mean, do, would you guys agree with me with saying that that they're a little underwhelming? Or I think yeah. I, think, I don't know. I think the second leg for them to go to Bayern Munich and come out with a three-one victory. Um, that's not an easy thing to do. Um, you know, Bayern Munich is a really good team, so for them to draw at home uh, to them is it's no like bad thing. So the only risky thing here is if um, Liverpool were to play uh, a weaker side, slightly resting maybe half or about half of their starters. Um, I think that might ruin the momentum that they have. They're going in the league. 
So I think it's important that Klopp plays his starters and then they keep the momentum they have. But at the same time, you don't want to win the win them game but lose the war, you know, or win the battle but lose the war, because mm-hmm. you do want to rest the players because a lot of these players have been playing just nonstop the whole international break as well. So yeah, I, I think I, def- I definitely think uh, he'll play the starters to start out with, and then I think he starts to incorporate you know uh, Lovren in a little bit. He might try to give Van Dyke a little break, uh, a little bit more Shakiri, um, and I think he tries to find the right midfield pairing because. You know, they made a lot of signings in the midfield this over the past summer, but to be honest, they haven't really made much of an impact. Yeah, man, like Nabi Keita, everyone's like Keita really and excited. Fabinho and stuff, people were excited about them. <laughs> Fabinho's they a joke. Yeah. <laughs> we might, we <laughs> might, uh, we might see the Ox. Uh, he's still on the Champions League oh, squad. Return? Yeah, hey. <laughs> they kept him on the squad, so um, you know, if he's fit, I think they definitely yeah. see him. Uh, coming on maybe oh, as a yeah. sub. Oh yeah, hundred percent, man. You know, get some minutes in. Oh yeah, get, get some minutes. minutes yeah, that would be good. Yeah, get him a little run out and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah I think he, he he's one of those players I could really see fitting in that rotation in Liverpool, man. Because he's like one of yeah, those he's guys. A, he's a really strong, fast winger. But, yeah, he's really depth. good to have come off the bench. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. I feel like they don't really have much depth either. I feel like their starting eleven is pretty much with like maybe. Yeah, I think other than Shakiri, I mean, if you go with Mane, uh, Firmino, and uh, Sa- Salah, Salah. Yeah, yeah, and then um, if you have uh, Shakiri coming off, he's really the guy that kind of goes in the front three. Mm-hmm. Um, they have a lot of engines on their team, I would say, like Milner and yeah, um, Robinho, yeah, like in their midfield. Um, like but in terms of like talent, yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, you know, Liverpool's a good team. Uh, yeah, I think we all agree we have them going on to the next round. Yeah, there's not much to talk about. That's why it's kind of interesting to bring up the other storylines about the Premier League and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But there are some more and more, there are some exciting ties uh, in this round. Uh, well, for me anyways, you know, for other people, they well, one of them for me is a, uh, is a blowout. The other one I think will be closer than people expect. Uh, but I won't reveal what I think about those just yet. So first, Tottenham, Man City. What do you guys think? I think it's going to be a really good tie. Um, just because they're both English teams, they both know each other really well. Yep. Um, I do more. have Man City. Yeah, I do have Man City advancing, and I think it's going to be pretty... Uh, uh, you know, if we do another wager after that, on this one, I'll go over two and a half goals on this one. Um, you think Man City will win? Really? Like, I'll take you on that. I'll under, yeah. bro. Under, un- yeah, under the under whole way. Yeah, I, I can. I can, you know. Wager. I know. I don't know. Schalke's not that great of a team as Tottenham, but to win, to put seven goals past them, that's pretty uh, impressive. Schalke's in a the joke, bro. Schalke is like <laughs> the bottom half of the table. It's in the Buddhist still, league. it's still a Champions League team. Um, but not really. I do but have I think to they say, offloaded a lot of the players that made it. They did. They did lose a lot of talent, but I mean, they still did get this far in the Champions League. You still have to give them some respect. Mm-hmm. Um, but in terms of Tottenham, you know, they do have a brand new stadium opening up. I think uh, tomorrow is going to be the first home game for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man, um, new stadium, Champions League, like they're it's coming exciting. Out, man, they're coming it's exciting. City, yeah. But but um, they are not in. A, uh, in terms of the Premier League, they hit a slump recently. Um, you know, I'm pretty mm-hmm. happy because I'm over on third place. Um, and then with Man United losing today as well, they, they retain that third place. Yeah, Arsenal looking um, nice, man. They're definitely in the Champions League next year. They man. are. Um, can't wait to talk about them starting next year. But back, <laughs> exactly, uh, exactly. <laughs> back on topic, I, I think Man City is going to cruise through this tie. Um, 
I don't know. I just I can't take I can't see Tottenham really coming out victorious in this time. Yeah, I disagree. I mean, I think that Tottenham the plus four hundred four that's great value because if you think about it, Porto is plus four hundred five, right? Yeah. Um, Ajax is plus three twenty. So Ajax, you know, I already said I think Juventus will kill them. There's no value there. Porto four hundred five, like so that means that, and we think Porto is going to lose by a lot. Tottenham four hundred four against a team they know really well. Like I feel like that's fifty bucks. Just throw fifty bucks in there, you know. Like, don't buy a video game next week. Throw 50 bucks mm-hmm. on Tottenham and, and pray because I think your prayers might be answered, man. Because Man City, I don't... Have they ever advanced past, like, the semifinals in the last three Champions Leagues? I, I don't think they have. Um, I don't think so, but I think this, this year's team is definitely stronger than uh, prior year's teams. They're a strong team for sure, but, I mean, I don't know, man. Man City, something's got to give... Uh, for the favorites, you know? I mean, maybe they yeah. all advance and they play each other in semifinals, but I think this is, like, I have this one circled with a big red Sharpie. I think Tottenham has a chance. I, definitely under the two and a half for this one. I think they uh, definitely no do ha- have a chance. Um, it's interesting because they play... Um, they play in the Premier League too, right? Yeah. Yeah, they play on the... Tw- so Man City's got two games. So, I mean, they're going to see each other three times in the span of a week, week and a half. So it, it, it's going to be interesting in terms of tactics. Um, are they going to change mm-hmm. a lot after the first game? Are they going to keep it the same? Um, they're both two very good managers. So um, it'll be interesting, but I still have Man City going through. They're, they're playing really well this season. Exactly. Yeah, I think this is this is going to be a good tie. It'll be fun. This is definitely going to be the one that I'm going to be watching the most. It's going to be the most fun yeah, tie, tie, for sure. Yeah. Just yeah. because of they're playing three times, too, so... That's why yeah. I think it'll be and closer I, than a lot of people expect. The reason why I do take the over um, two and a half goals is even though if it's a close tie, it's just a five, ten minute span of Man City dominating. True. They can easily score True. two, three goals. Um, no, for I sure. Think, Man City is a yeah. legal team. In my opinion, I think Sterling... He, uh, Out of his mind. And yeah. He, yeah, he's definitely the best player on the field um, in terms of form. Um, and I think Tottenham are going to have some trouble stopping him. Yeah, it's actually crazy, man. Liverpool sold Sterling, and now he's being used against yeah. them in the title race. I think yeah. it's kind of ironic. Yeah, it's good that he, he when he first moved to Man City, he um, he didn't have that great of a start. Yeah, more people of a quiet were booing start. him, man. Yeah, and this year he's that. just just really shining. Yeah, ever since he got the haircut, I feel like like remember he just had the long hair, and then he yeah. got. <laughs> yeah, you got sometimes you got to change up the look and change up the form. You do. Yeah, and uh, yeah, so I mean, I think we're all in agreement. Oh no, we're not in agreement. Actually, we had you have that friendly wager in two of two of the ties, but yeah, I mean, I, I, me and Vic both think that Tottenham is going to cause City some issues. Arvinda mm-hmm. doesn't really agree with that. That's okay. Um, I I think it'll be a fun tie. I think we all agree this is the tie of the yeah. round. Uh, yeah, I think it'll be entertaining. Mm-hmm. So next tie that I want to talk about: Manchester United plus two sixty four against Barcelona minus minus three oh seven. So uh betting wise, this is the closest tie of the entire um round. And I do not agree whatsoever. I think that Barcelona if Juventus doesn't beat the brakes off of Ajax, Barcelona will beat the brakes off of Manchester United. Their form has been horrendous, dude. They've lost yeah. twice to Arsenal. Sorry, they lost to Arsenal. They lost to Wolverhampton twice in the FA Cup two to one, and they lost today to Wolverhampton in the Premier League two to one, and they beat Watford in between that. So, are these um, betting odds um, as of today, or uh, the two sixty four and three oh seven? 
Yeah, they're they're as of yesterday from a pinnacle. So yesterday okay. being um, Monday, yeah. April first. So they may change okay. before. Yeah. But yeah. Um, before the ties, but I mean, it they should be uh, around the same. Maybe they get bet really hard and the lines change a little bit. But yeah, you know. um, but yeah, I do agree with you. I think yeah, definitely the favorites in this one, um, and with form as well. Uh, Manchester United, they had a great little Bad spell going. Today. Now they're kind of. Uh, Ole got the full-time offer, three-year contract, but, uh, I mean, today was a tough loss. Um, against the Wolves, yeah. Yeah, they hit, it, they hit the little wall. Um, we'll see how they bounce back, but uh, I don't see them beating Barcelona over two legs. Yeah, mm-hmm. no chance that they beat Barcelona. Um, yeah. mm-hmm. For this one, if you gave me the two-and-a-half, I'd go over. <laughs> mm-hmm. But, yeah. I mean, then again, there's not gonna, statistically in soccer, there's not that many blowouts. So, you know, I mean, I wouldn't just put it down for all of them because I'm bound to lose um, more than I win. But at the same time, uh, you know, it's just Barcelona minus 307 is like taking candy from a baby. Like, just throw down the $300 and get the 100 Yeah, I mean, the only bright spot... Yeah, one of the bright spots, I think, is United, the first games at home. Um, If they can maybe pull out a 1-0, 2-0, 2-1 victory and then go to um, Camp Nou and then play counterattack defensively i mean i give them that chance but mm-hmm. barcelona i mean they can they can break down any team at home so um i can like being in barcelona's home stadium i'll have to take barcelona on a pretty exactly yeah I, I think barcelona for sure uh vic i know you're in agreement with us right yeah, definitely. I actually think they're gonna have to play, uh, you know, kind of park the bus, kind of counterattacking football. I think they're gonna have to. They're gonna be playing that way in both legs. To be honest, um, I don't really think they'll see much of the ball on either leg. I think Barcelona <laughs> dominates possession, um, as they always do, but in this tie, to even more of an extent um, than normal. Um, so I think United, unless they can hit on a counterattack here and there, uh, I don't see how they can even put up a chance. Yeah, exactly. I'm in agreement with that. Uh, so, any parting thoughts, guys, uh, for this for this round? Anything else you want to add? Uh, when are we going to talk about the Europa League, man? That's true, guys. And let's, let's, you know, how about we look at the Europa <laughs> no lo- League? No guys? love to the Europa League. <laughs> no, I want to give a little bit of love to the Europa League, man. Arsenal, Napoli, that's a good tie. That's yes. a really good tie. That's a really I think, good tie. I think, I think in terms of the Europa League, uh, in terms of favorites, I think Arsenal do have a really good chance. I, I think um, Chelsea are the favorites by far, though, because now that Arsenal is kind of securely in the top four, um, Chelsea are playing like Slavia Prague this, uh, this, this round. And now I think Chelsea yeah. is realizing we're not going to be in the top four in the Premier League. So that's mm-hmm. why they might turn it up in the Europa League, you know? I think they're, they're still in the race. Um, I think it's going to be a little tougher, especially since United lost today. Uh, definitely helps yeah. Chelsea out. I think mm-hmm. uh, it's because City-Liverpool done. So it's two spots between four teams. And I think Arsenal top, Arsenal has the easiest schedule. They're Arsenal finished three. Yeah. Arsenal finished three. Yeah, so Arsenal, yeah. I think, will definitely make it. Then it's Tottenham, mm-hmm. Chelsea, and United. Uh, Tottenham, man. Because they, they, have a, they have the second easiest schedule, I think. And they also, even though their form isn't very good, um, do they have the second easiest? I believe they, they play do. City, right? They, they play City. I know they play City, and then I know United play. has the hardest. Um, yeah, United has to play City, and they play. I think Liverpool. Do they play Liverpool again? Uh, maybe. Yeah, I think. I think. Um, even as an Arsenal fan, I mean, I am a little weary. Like I do want them to still go out in the European League and try. Um, if anything, it's just for um, next year and the year after mentally how to win um, a competitive tie over two legs. Um, 
Mm-hmm. I don't want to put all our eggs in the um, Premier League basket because uh, a majority of Arsenal's games in the Premier League are on the road. Um, it's oh, pretty yeah. easy easy for them to drop points even if those teams are not top six teams. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, no doubt, um, like, uh, Emery's going to play a full squad against Napoli. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think it's going to be exciting, the Europa League. Um, not as exciting as the Champions League. I mean... These ties, uh, you know, before the draw, we could have had some pretty juicy quarterfinal ties. Mm-hmm. Uh, still pretty good games. Um, I think it just makes the semifinal games uh, really entertaining. The semifinal ties could be unbelievable. If it, yeah. if it goes how we think it's going to go, the semifinal ties are going to be unreal. Yeah, okay. what are we going to have? What are the semifinal ties you really, you guys really want to see? I want to see a Man City-Barcelona reboot. Oh, yeah. I've been yeah. on yeah. this for the past few years. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. want Man City to play Barcelona. Because, yeah, because can, uh, when they last played, Man City was up like big going into the second leg, and Barcelona came all the way back. That would be yeah, an unbelievable yeah. time. Man City yeah. against Barcelona. And then yeah. Juventus yeah. Liverpool would be fun too. See, if, if, um, if, if how we predicted all the teams go through, which is Juventus, Liverpool, City, and Barcelona, if those four teams go through, I don't think it matters how the semifinal plays out. I think... If either any team plays each other, that's like final worthy, if you know what I mean. If there's one oh, that yeah. I don't want, I don't want City, Liverpool, and Juventus, Barcelona. I, I, I don't, you don't like... want You don't want a City, Liverpool? Because, I mean, those two are head-to-head in, in the Premier League. Yeah, I think it'd be very entertaining. It'd be cool, but I don't know, man. I like when teams play, like, the different leagues. Because it, it also helps you gauge, like, how the different leagues, like, play and, like, which leagues are better than others. Like, you, like, you can tell yeah. the French League, like, Ligue 1, sucks. Because every year, PSG just lose lose their minds and something yeah, happens, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. So like you can tell they're just not battle tested. And that's why I don't like the French league at all. So mm-hmm. that's why like but, everyone I mean, knows it's the weakest league. Even in that I think it's pretty clear that the Premier League is kind of the best league. Yeah. In terms league, of competitiveness. And yeah. competitiveness and just like yeah. um and then after that who do you guys what do you think La Liga or Serie A? Uh I'd say La Liga and then Bundesliga and then Serie A. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I think that's a pretty good um take um syria and bundesliga i think they're pretty even bundesliga is more offensive offensive minded and syria is more yeah, defensive. defensive um but yeah i think la liga second to um premier league definitely yeah for mm-hmm. sure so, some la liga stands they say that la liga is the best <laughs> no yeah, i think, I they're, too, I they're, think so. they're too top heavy yeah i mean yeah. for me it's a little too top heavy but at the same time like some of the uh, La Liga like middle teams are actually pretty good, dude. They're not bad. Like oh yeah, like v- Villarreal, yeah. like uh, Valencia, Sevilla. Exactly, exactly. Like, yeah, are yeah, pretty yeah. good. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of which, Villarreal and Valencia are playing each other in the Europa League. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who, do you, who do you like? Man, I honestly don't know those teams well enough to make a prediction, but um, mm-hmm. I think it just ran. If I had to randomly pick, uh, I think Villarreal has been better this season. I'm not 100 percent sure, but. I believe Valencia yeah. might have fired their coach yeah. or something. I don't know. Maybe I got confused, but Villarreal, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, these are going to be some pretty good games uh, in the coming weeks. Yeah, I am excited for the Champions League, guys. Anyways, I think we have uh, blabbered on long enough about random topics. <laughs> so yeah. let's uh, wrap it up for today. But uh, anyways, right, I did want to let the listeners know they can find us on Instagram, at Streak for the Pod. And if they're listening on iTunes, Please leave us a rating and review because we'd love the feedback. You know, if you don't like the takes, you think we're a little too harsh on uh, certain teams, on your favorite team, you know, you can let us know in the reviews. You can leave us a bad rating. But if you like our takes and just like me, you think Juventus is going to hammer Ajax, then leave a five-star rating and, you know, tell Vinda that he's wrong. 
<laughs> Sleeping on Ajax. <laughs> yep. So uh, for Arvinda Vikram and our producer Omkar Moge, I'm Ronak Modi. Thanks for listening, guys.